Welcome. Hi, I'm Mickey and this is Wikipedia, where I sit down and chat to doctors, professors, athletes, practitioners and experts in their fields related to health, nutrition, fitness and well-being. And I'm delighted that you're here. Morning everyone. It's Mickey here and welcome to Wikipedia. So we are in the rush to Christmas, which makes this a timely episode to bring to you, particularly if you listen closely, you jump on the links in the show notes and you fill out the giveaway form and you're in the drawer to win one of five double packs of Currens, which is the amazing black currant supplement which is responsible for so many awesome things now those of you who have listened to my show for a while have gone back through previous podcasts would have seen that in fact I've spoken to my guest today Fleur Cushman about the science behind black currants back in mid-April. So if you haven't caught that interview, I highly recommend that after this one, go back and remind yourself about all of the other health benefits that have been scientifically proven to occur through taking this Curran's supplement. However, today on the podcast, Fleur and I have a bit of an update on some new findings and what this might mean for those of us who are active, those of us who have potential skin issues and just where the science is going and what the new studies are showing with regards to taking New Zealand black currants. Before we kick this off, I will just remind you that your best way to support the podcast is to subscribe and please leave a review in your favorite podcast app where there is that opportunity too. That just makes it much more visible to other people who are looking in this health and wellness space and want to learn a little bit more about all of the topics that we talk about on Wikipedia because of the awesome guests that I get the opportunity to speak to. And of course, the second best way to support the podcast is to sign up to my recipe access. So this is $12 a month. You get access to all of my recipes, to my weekly emails, my private Facebook page, and the opportunity to pick my brain to help individualize your already awesome nutrition approach. One last thing I will mention in the lead up to Christmas actually is my Mondays Matter Christmas edition. Right, so if you're listening to this and you feel like you need something to get you through to Christmas, something to focus on when we are surrounded by Christmas treats, schedules that are all over the place, many more social occasions, but you just want a little bit of structure with your food, Monday's Matter Christmas Edition is for you. Now this is going on sale on Thursday, so if you are picking this up on Wednesday, just have one more day. It is a 28-day meal plan. It is access to a private Facebook group set up specifically for this, where each day, like an advent calendar, beginning on the 1st of December, I will give a something to focus on for that day. Instead of getting a little Cadbury's chalk, which of course is pretty delish, I will give you a health wellness activity that in addition to the Mondays Matter program, Christmas edition, 
you can engage with and undertake and it will be so much fun it'll be a group of us doing it together these activities aren't like out of this world hard or or anything like that but it's just something fun to sort of engage with as we go about in the lead up to the holiday season so if anyone follows me on Facebook or on Instagram you know I'm not about no treats and deprivation or anything like that but I am about structure in and around food so you feel more confident in those social sort of settings. Part of the plan, of course, given it's Christmas, there will be allowances for things like after work drinks or morning teas or or something like that, but it is more an opportunity to feel supported in this time as we lead up to the big old day. So I will put a link to the waitlist in the show notes and then you'll get an email inviting you to join come Thursday. However, on today's show, as I said, I'm speaking to Fleur Cushman about the updated science in the black currants. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, Fleur is the co-founder of Currents, which is the sister company to Health Currency Limited in the UK, and they produce one of the most exciting supplements on the market today, right out of New Zealand. So we have an in-depth discussion on today's show about that updated research and some of those additional performance and recovery benefits that we can experience when we take currents. And we go through, you know, what the dose might look like, what the timing of taking the supplements are and, and all get down to sort of the nitty gritty, which is awesome. We will have links to currens and to the competition that we're also running around currens and your opportunity to um, win one of five double packs of currens and it doesn't matter where you live because this is an international company we can send them to you all over the world the question i'm asking for you to respond to is how long does it take for the black currens to peak in the bloodstream in a sporting context so I speak to Fleur about this and the best timing for the currents and so we have a conversation about that have that in your mind as you're going into that interview commit it to memory to then be able to fill out that google form all right team hope you enjoy this conversation that I had with Fleur Cushman from currents Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Fleur, um, great to chat to you again. Yeah, like it's sure. been, so we were, you came on the podcast or we published the podcast in April, but I believe it was actually, you know, a couple of months prior to that, yeah. that we actually had that initial conversation on currents and I got such amazing feedback from so many people who listen to the podcast to then go out and purchase it and particularly um, I hear a lot from people in their allergies space and asthma space that they've you know their kids really notice a difference so I'm really stoked to be able to chat to you again about some recent research updates in um, particularly sports performances is is certainly the area that we're going to dive into but of course other areas as well which you also mentioned uh, we have some new understanding and stuff about currents and and, and the mechanisms with how it works so any of us who are interested in this stuff will be super stoked to be able to just get a bit of that brief update. 
Yeah, perfect. Well, we've got some really nice research updates um, to report, Mickey. So, look, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate the opportunity to kind of share the information um, because it is it is important and it is exciting um, and it's relevant to whether or not you're someone who wants to, you know, embrace a more active lifestyle and get healthier or whether or not, you know, you're an, you're an athlete, a recreational athlete or an elite athlete. So um, we'll start with the exercise recovery study yes because this is kind of a really landmark piece of of research for for us and for black currants really and look just to set the scene as you'll know Mickey that in recent years food supplements containing polyphenol compounds called anthocyanins have become really popular for aiding post-exercise recovery um, and common examples of these are tart cherries blueberries and pomegranate mm. um, but actually black currant black, black currants have one of the highest anthocyanin densities of any fruit you know they Mm. have twice that of blueberries and six times more than cherries so they're really at the top of the pecking order in terms of their you know um, polyphenolic density and unlike blueberries and cherries New Zealand black currants actually have a health claim for aiding exercise recovery which is a really big deal Um, and that's been performed by scientists in New Zealand um, and they've found that black currants reduce oxidative stress which is heavily implicated in exercise recovery. So our study which was performed in the UK at the University of Surrey is the first of its kind to give us measurements of improvements to muscle pain and soreness and the degree that it accelerates your functional recovery after exercise. Um, and the nice thing is that this was actually performed on, on one dose of, on one capsule of currants. Um, and we found that it halved muscle soreness um, mm. at, at 24 and 48 hours um, compared to placebo. It provided three times faster recovery of muscle function. So... To explain that a bit more, the black current group regained their, regained their muscle strength within 24 hours versus 72 hours in the yeah. placebo, placebo group, um, which is a really, really dramatic finding. And finally, they also found that the black current led to 84% less muscle tissue damage after that damaging bout of exercise so that's another really nice finding so just to explain what they did in the study they tested 27 men and women who were unaccustomed to exercise so it involves strength training which builds muscle in an isolated limb model so to put it another way they essentially performed a bicep curl under force on a device designed to magnify muscle damage and the inflammation response so it's one of the gold standard means of inducing damage and showing whether a dietary intervention will be effective for uh, facilitating recovery and that's um, certainly something which I found really interesting was one that the study used measures that weren't just self-report with regards to recovery you you know the study actually used uh, like measures looking at the actual tissue to see what markers of inflammation and damage are there. And I think that's a really, it's a really such a strength of this particular, I suppose, yeah, the, the study design. And then also with regards to how they measure that, um, or sorry, how they do the resistance-based training, as you said, the, the isolated limb exercise, because often people are like, oh, well, what does that even tell us about, you know, how strong they got? Or that's not a real weights-based training study, but 
you, that's sort of how you have to do it in research, really, isn't it? Yeah, it needs to be a really tightly controlled model. And that's mm. the thing about, you know, this particular study design is that they could control the factors. Yeah, um, and yeah, they yeah. knew that they were, you know, eliciting a lot of damage to that muscle. And I know that, um, you know, one of the comments from the researchers was actually the non-black current participants had to be monitored for quite a few weeks after because it, mm. it, it delivered such a de- degree of damage and, and they didn't recover. Within, you know, oh. they, they monitored their progress in the study for four days, but actually a lot of them hadn't recovered after one week, two weeks. So it was a really full-on damaging bout of exercise, you know, just to put yeah. that into context. So, and they chose for this Mickey um, non-resistance trained individuals. And there was a reason for that because people who are unaccustomed to exercise and um, who are involved in strength training, they're the group that, that's more likely to suffer the most from delayed onset muscle soreness after a heavy session. Mm, and it's mm. those people who will be put off by the muscle pain and the discomfort and the length of time time it takes them to get back to themselves and that so they're less likely to go to the gym and of course that Mm. interferes with adherence to new training regimes and of course you need to do it regularly to get the health and training adaptations so using the study design makes it really apparent that it will be an important finding if the said nutritional intervention can aid and facilitate recovery because it will help encourage people to get back to you know exercise at a sufficient frequency to get the important health improvements and training at it and the habit in the habit too you're absolutely right you know like part of starting anything and for a lot of us particularly this time of year right so this will you know we're coming into the new year this is when people make decisions around their health and sort of commit to something it's very hard to commit to a training regime if you are now spending like three to four days actually recovering from it so if this has the potential to improve that recovery then you get to be more consistent with that uh, training regime yeah definitely and I think you just you know you can achieve your health and fitness goals faster and you enjoy it more Nikki no one wants to be coming down the stairs on their bum because their muscles are screaming to you know what it's like it's just the normal act of going yes. about your life is severely affected by muscle soreness and it's it's just not nice yeah totally hey Fleur can I ask you there were it were males and females in the study wasn't there yes there were there were yeah so yeah. there were 27 in total um, fantastic yeah and and just I think it's probably worth just understanding a little bit more about how black current helped and about the process of uh, muscle recovery because it involves two phases of recovery and it, it's quite straightforward you know firstly you exercise and, and that causes disruption and tearing and stretching to your muscle fibers um, and then the secondary stage is a rise in inflammation swelling and oxidative stress and it's these mm. secondary events that lead to additional tissue damage and the release of toxic byproducts which result in impaired muscle function and the pain you suffer um, mm. and so that's why we call it delayed muscle onset soreness because it can last several days and it you know normally kicks in 24 to 48 hours afterwards um, and so the rationale is that the black current anthocyanins um, which are the kind of naturally occurring purple phytochemicals that they give berries their coloring they're antioxidants they're natural anti-inflammatory compounds and they increase blood flow so mm. the scientists believe that black currants 
prime the cell for exercise and they help the body cope with the inevitable rise in inflammation and cellular stress that you get from strenuous activity. And so what they found is that supplementing um, on currents, you know, one capsule a day for eight days before and four days following that test helped the muscle tissue cope with that inevitable increase in, in oxidative stress and inflammation. And it reduced the secondary stages that create, you know, that um, added tissue damage and and leads to the pain responses. So it's, look, as we all know, it's not uncommon for, you know, recovery after a hard session to take several days. And, and in the study, black current delivered a stark contrast in functional recovery. And that's a quote from the lead scientist in the study, you know, mm. um, and, and it reduced the pain by half in the, in the black current participants. So I think the take-home message here, you know, there's a few, few implications, but the, the take-home message here is that, Black current anthocyanins will help anyone who's unaccustomed to doing strenuous exercise or help them to train more regularly and reduce soreness and improve their muscle recovery. And, and, and that's, you know, what we touched on earlier. And um, so that, that's, you know, there's a, there's a health message there as well, which is really important. But I'm expecting you're going to say, well, what happens, you know, what about trained athletes? Um, and look, we have a lot of, you know, really um, fit people using it we've got elite athletes using currents um and you know there was a study performed actually a few years ago it was before the Rio Olympics and I can't say huge amounts about it but it was performed by some of Britain's leading researchers on elite pentathletes and they found really similar outcomes in this applied study on pentathletes who were undergoing really high training loads um, mm. in, in the lead up to um, some world championships and they found again that you know the, these athletes experienced reduced inflammation and oxidative stress which are similar outcomes to what we've seen in this latest study on untrained individuals. And it's interesting, Flew, because this sort of builds on the rowing study that we chatted about last time with that improved neutrophil function, right. just with the, the improved immune markers post a hard sort of rowing um, sort of bout or high intensity bout using the rowing machine. And so you've got you know, a few different mechanisms with which now we know black currents can help improve recovery, improve resilience and help an athlete be more resilient. And yes, this study is in untrained um, individuals, but the like the one that you just described with the Rio athletes, that's just a good example of it, sort of working across, across the basis of athleticism. And you don't often see that, actually. So, and I know that you'll know this, Fleur, obviously, because you're steeped in the research around it, and others may be aware of it, but there are, you know, certain supplements and beet, comes to mind and uh, that dietary nitrates and stuff and it's you know it's super interesting how in an untrained individual you're going to you potentially get this improved blood flow vasodilation through that production of nitric oxide which you may not see in an athlete who is well trained and they've tried to explain it in, in a couple of different ways and one of the one of the suggestions was that an elite athlete will have a better diet Anyone that works with elite athletes will probably know that that's not a that's not a truism actually. Like an elite athlete will will perform sort of almost despite their diet in in some in some ways. But also, not everyone is going to be a responder to the um, 
to the supplement either, which is, I mean, I do want to ask you about, but this is an exciting sort of thing for me because, you know, you feel quite, as a practitioner, quite confident that recommending a product like Curran's regardless of that degree of um, experience is probably going to have a beneficial outcome, sort of regardless of who you, who you suggest takes it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, we've seen it works and unusually, as, I mean, you touched on it with, with that beetroot and dietary nitrates isn't as effective in elite athletes compared to untrained. And in our study of, in our program of studies, we have actually seen that it does have an effect on trained individuals. Um, mm. And, you know, it's unusual because trained, trained people have really highly conditioned systems, as you know, Mickey. And so it's more difficult in a research setting to achieve physiological improvements yeah. because of the degree of adaptation and efficiencies already present in those people. So one study springs to mind in this, and, and it was a um, study, an exhaustive running test using elite footballers and recreational footballers. And we saw that actually black current was incredibly effective in the elite group for reducing fatigue. So, mm. um, it, you know, it was, it was really interesting that it was really effective in helping reduce the slowing of their sprint times in the elite footballers, and it was more effective than the recreationals which was a really interesting finding and and we've got a, we do actually have a few kind of theories on that um look firstly we always see non-responders in our in our studies you know there are always people who you know respond in a very different way and to a different degree and some people just don't respond and some people respond incredibly well but our, our present thinking is that gut health might play a role in it. So if mm. if you've got a really healthy gut, the absorption of the the um, anthocyanins in the black current will be enhanced, and so you'll just you know get better absorption and um, a better outcome. The other thing is dosing might be a factor. You know, some people might just need more or to take it longer. Yep. Um, yep. And it could also be down to pure genetics as well. So it's actually um, an area that we're looking into further at the moment because we're really interested to know why some people respond well and some people don't. So hopefully we will have a few more answers for you in due course on that one. Fleur, you mentioned that they dosed for eight days in the lead up to the exercise bout and then four days sort of post. Um, was there anything about the length of time prior that was important in the response to the to the training and to the black currents like what's the rationale there do you know yeah it's, it's a good question because actually you know if you take black current just you know 20 minutes before you train on the day and you haven't taken it it will work and it will work pretty well so it was yeah. interesting to see that if you take it eight days before that it had this effect because what we're seeing more and more in our research is that we need a build, we, we think we need a build up of the black current metabolites in the system before you get mm. the full blown benefits. And certainly the New Zealand research program has shown that, yep, it works with one dose, but actually the benefits are really getting going and far more pronounced after five weeks. So, um, and you know, we, we've our present thinking is that one week is a, is a, is a good period to start seeing those changes take effect particularly for oxidant reducing oxidative stress for increasing blood flow um, and all the kind of cardio metabolic um, effects that black current has so look we, we dosed with this with this rationale too because we wanted to see if it was going to have an effect you know what what is 
you know, what's a, a, you know, a minimum amount of time that people can expect to see, you know, a good improvement and a week is about where we're at with the product, which is actually quite fast acting. We were really pleased to see that result. And particularly because it was only on one capsule of currants as well, Mickey. Um, Our our dosing work has kind of led us to see that actually you get, you know, and particularly in performance, you know, the cardiovascular and the fat burning improvements are more pronounced with that two capsule dose. You still get them at one, but they're better at two. So it's really good to see this really, really fantastic outcome at at just one, one capsule. And we didn't control or measure the individuals based on their um, their uh, BMI. So we do know there is a bit of a formula for recovery. And, you know, the heavier you are, there is a dose-dependent relationship. So it is more beneficial to take a higher dose. But actually, we didn't do that in the study. So that was that was actually pretty interesting for us. Yeah, that is interesting, Fleur. So, you know, I take Currens ever since, well, before we had our initial conversation actually but I have been very diligent and it's now habitual for me to take my currents every morning I take two I take it for the performance benefits actually and and the just the general sort of health outcomes should I probably just be taking one well you can drop it down um I think that the thing is you need to get it into your system first and then you need to do it every day it's kind of like any healthy habit I think it's it's absolutely fine if if you're on days you're not training or you're not training very hard, just take one. You can load it around the intensity of your training. So if you know you're going to have a really hard session, you take two because you, you know, you will arguably get a better outcome if you're doing, you know, a big block of intensive training and you're going yeah. and you're expecting to hurt as a result. So you can play around with dosing, Mickey, and look, you know, everyone responds in a different way. So it is a little bit of trial and error to see what works best for you. And for example, you know, some people like we recommend take it two hours before you train. In this recovery study, they actually did it an hour before people trained. And some people just think, just find that actually an hour is their sweet spot and other people, and I guess if you're taking it with food as well, slightly longer is better. But what you want to do is make sure that you're having your exercise relatively soon after you have the product because you want to be making sure you've got the peak of those black current bioactors in your system um, because they they do kind of metabolize out out of your body within about eight hours. Fleur, you mentioned that there may be a particular benefit to timing your intake of currents either an hour before or two hours before to get those peak anthocyanins in the blood. What recommendation is there for athletes who have who go on extended missions? Like, so I'm going out for an eight-hour run. I have an ultra marathon which I'm doing in January, which will be seven and a half hours. Uh, I've got multiple sort of Ironman athletes that take anthocyte, uh, the black currents. What's your recommendation for these people? Yeah, it's a really good question, Mickey, because we see that after you take it and it is absorbed into your bloodstream, all the anthocyanin levels are peaking, but then they slowly drop away over about an eight-hour period. So what we say to 
those individuals who are racing for really long periods of time is to retake it mid-race and and top up again because it's always end of the race when fatigue is really starting to become a limiting factor. And so anything you can do to help your blood flow and your fat oxidation and just reduce those fatigue factors is is going to be really good for you. So what we say is, um, of course, if you take it before the race, one to two hours, brilliant. And then, uh, for example, if you're doing Ironman triathlon, we say take two or three capsules. You cut it out of the blister because it comes in a, in a uh, blister pack and you can cut the capsules out. Take them to your t- handlebars and you take them on the bike. So about four or five hours into that race, definitely around that mark, you need to be redosing. And then you'll get the added benefit of topping up those levels um, and just helping for the business end of the race. That's awesome. And of course, blood flow is such an important part of this and vasodilation. It's, is there any research looking at the benefit of anthocyanins and heat? Yeah, so we've we've done some heat performance studies, actually, and we have found that, um, so what normally happens, Mickey, is that when you're exercising in the heat, your um, your ability to burn fat and use fat as fuel reduces because it's, it's a more stressful environment on the body and the body becomes less efficient as using fat as fuel. So you use more carbohydrate, which leads to um, experiencing more fatigue and it's just exertion is harder in the heat and it is a real problem for a lot of athletes. You know, they just don't perform to the same degree. So what we found with the um, black current, which we've seen in about six studies, it increases your body's ability to burn fat. It favors fat as fuel for athletes and for recreational athletes. And if taken with the heat, it actually sends your fat burning levels back to a normal mm. range. So it just helps, um, you know, it helps people perform in the, in the heat. But a really neat finding is that anyone who's trying to train in hot conditions are more prone to exertional heat yeah. stress. Um, so it lead, you know, it can lead to heat sickness and it increases inflammation, which is released through mm. the gut. And um, I think we all see, was it Johnny Brownlee yes. at the World Champs in Mexico a few years ago, and he was coming into the finish line and the heat stress got to him. And, um, you know, that's that's the impact that we see on, on hot conditions in athletes, you know. But what we found in the study is that actually black current was very good at um, preventing heat stress um, because the anti-inflammatory uh, properties of the, of the product were helping to maintain that that gut barrier integrity and that um, reduce the impact of symptoms on, on on athletes so yeah for anyone who is kind of racing and competing in hot conditions there's kind of two nice little benefits there to to use the black current for that's awesome Fleur because yeah I take it about 45 like it's it's not exact but I get up and I have my currants with my Mita Q and uh, and I have it with my coffee and I might have a snack um, probably about 70% of the time I'll have something to eat not a lot but just something and then I typically train within the next hour so Perfect. on hearing that in my head I'm like okay so for my longer or harder runs which might be two to three times a week I'll now start just on the two continue with the two but maybe I will drop it back to one and just see what difference I find that will be super interesting because what I have certainly noticed and I would have said this in our other conversation as well is that my recovery is so much better since taking the currents it is like I definitely notice it which is 
one of the things why I get really excited by it because I'm pretty impervious to most supplements actually, Fleur. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't notice them. If I take a B, I don't notice like a real shift in my energy levels. Um, I don't notice uh, with mag I mean, I take magnesium, but more because I think I, I know in my head that I need it, not because I get the super duper benefit from it. And it took me a while to, to recognize the impact that Curran's had. And then I sort of clicked on and clued onto it that actually I'm training a lot better now than, and I'm feeling a lot better in my training compared to what I was feeling. And now I was chatting to someone else, Matt Carpenter, who is a researcher in the UK, and, and we were talking about keto and low carb diets. Okay. And this is a bit of a tangent, but sort of related to the potential benefit or the recognition of benefit. And he said that some of the people he talked to about a low carb approach didn't notice a benefit until they realized that they could go out and train for their end and yeah. look back at their month and went, well, that's 400 kilometers more this month than last month, but I felt the same. And I'm, I think, and I thought about how I feel about black currents in relation to that. I didn't really think about it until I actually looked at, at what I was doing. No, that's it. And I think, um, you know, sometimes you need to take it and then you come off it and then you go, oh, yeah, it yeah. works because, you know, I've noticed a difference in my, my energy and my recovery. I'm more sore or maybe your training sessions, you know, the quality of your training sessions drop. And I think, you know, I think if you're doing a lot of training, there is the big conversation around actually you need to stay healthy and, you know, intense exercise does reduce your immune defenses. I know we touched on that earlier and, and what we've seen in the research is that it does help keep your immunity high so if you can keep the big blocks of training in and know that you're it'll help you stay healthy that's incredibly important because you know no one wants to get sick when, when we're training for a goal because um, it's so yeah. disruptive um so yeah it, you know a successful athlete has to stay healthy for sure um, yeah and I think um you know immunity is is really implicated in recovery and um I know our you know, our premiership footballers in the UK that we supply, you know, they have really intense um, kind of competition schedules. They can be in matches two or three times a week, particularly at the end of the season. And I know the feedback from those clubs is that they find the products so, so good for recovery and particularly, you know, maybe older players who are struggling more with their recovery. And it just mm. helps prevent overtraining and just helps them get through the, the business end of really busy seasons. Which is which is pretty you know good to see it being used at that that level and 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 being used effectively. Yeah, for sure. Now you mentioned sort of at the outset before you began to describe the study that this study actually helps support a health claim in New Zealand. Mm. Can you briefly describe why that's important um, and what it means? Yeah, for sure. So health claims are very difficult to achieve because of the level of evaluation and research and data and proof that you need that a natural product can have the benefit that you're trying to prove and it's it's it was something that was actually undertaken by the New Zealand government because they recognized that black currants um, in New Zealand um, actually have a very high nutritional value and represent a, you know a lot of potential for the New Zealand agricultural industry and developing an industry and it, it took 10 years of research for the scientists to uh, develop the science and publish and prove to the um, health authorities that 
there is a compelling case for New Zealand black currants for reducing oxidative stress, which, as we've discussed, is heavily implicated in recovery. And um, and they they proved it, and they showed that black currants are very effective for improving exercise recovery through their antioxidant and anti-inflammatory mechanisms. And so black currants are actually one of the very few natural health products in New Zealand to have a health claim. And it's a, it's a real, you know, Kiwi should be really proud of this because it, mm. it takes a huge amount of investment and commitment from scientists to achieve the level of evaluation that they need to, to get a health claim over the line. Yeah, that's amazing. And Bert, can you remind us, so the dose in a current is about 300 milligrams. What would that be equivalent to if we were just to eat black currants, and I'm not suggesting we don't eat black currants because, of course, any level of anthocyanins in the diet is also amazing. Yep. But what would that what would that equate to? So that would be the equivalent of a large handful of yeah. fresh or frozen black currants. Okay. So, yeah. So you do need to have a minimum level to kind of get the functional benefits we see. But even you know, if you're just including them every day in your diet, it's it's a healthy habit to get into. But what we've done, you know, we've standardised the dose because we've seen in the research that dosing is important to get a benefit, and it just means mm. that people know every single day that they're getting that dose that delivers the outcome that we see in the research, and they don't have to guess at it. Um, and I think New Zealanders are really lucky because they have fresh and frozen black currant options as well. There are New Zealand black currant products on the market here for consumers. But actually in the Northern Hemisphere, that's not the case because 90% of the British black currant crop gets sold to Ribena and you just never see fresh or frozen black currant formats in, in supermarkets. Um, and they're really hard to source and they're scarce. So um, we're pretty proud of our extract and it means that you know people can source it year round. They can travel with it. Um, and black currants are also quite tart, um, so it yes. means that you don't, you know, there's not the kind of, you know, some people experience the, like a taste challenge with it because it is quite tart. Um, but at least with the capsule, you can kind of circumvent all of that and just, yeah, one and done, one and done. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Fleur, this is like there was another study actually which I found which I th would love to chat to you about if that's all right, and it's about the presence of bacteria on our skin and the potential benefits of uh, black currants in helping reduce it. Are you able to describe in a little bit more detail about that study and, and what was found? And this is obviously beyond um, the athletic study, but I've just found it super interesting. Yeah, this is a really novel study. Um, it measured what they call two non-enol gas emissions. So these emissions occur as a result of the breakdown of fats and glands under the skin. And as we age, cells in our body and in these glands come under attack in um, the process which we referred to earlier called oxidative stress. And we get increasing amounts of oxidative stress as we age. It's a process that, that naturally accelerates and it results in the emission of skin odors. And these skin odors are commonly referred to as old person smell. So, you know, it is a bit of a giggle, the study, but actually the rationale behind it is really sound. And it was performed by Professor Mark Willems of the University of Chichester, who's also performed most of the exercise performance research as well. But he has a real interest in the health impact as well. And so he did the study. And the thing about 2-non-enol gas is that it isn't produced by 20-year-olds. And you only start mm. producing it from about 40 years old and beyond, and it's linked to body odour. So 
what they did is they uh, gave uh, the uh, participants who I think were aged, you know, between 45 and or 40 and 70, and they gave them black currant for a week, um, every day for a week, and then they tested them and then they captured these emissions of 2-non-needle from the skin. And they found that on average, it reduced emissions by 28%, but almost half of the participants had reductions in the range of 70%. And there were two people who had improvements of 80 and 82%, which is actually quite oh. amazing. So, yes. <laughs> So yeah, so it's a quirky little study, but it's quite a neat study, and um, yeah, it's just another interesting application for black current as we age. Yeah, for sure, and um, and again, the mechanism isn't different, right? Because it's reducing oxidative stress, but it's just showing how currents are potentially beneficial in a whole host of our sort of physiology. What I thought of when I read um, the study, and also as you were explaining it, Fleur, was I wonder what impact this would have on the the odor of when you walk into a retirement home. This is it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get that, dare I say it, old person smell. I wonder what impact that would have on that. It would be quite an ex- interesting exercise to run, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, really would. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where the application for black currant certainly lies. Um, Fleur you mentioned that Mark Willems in fact has been recently recognized for his his research is that right yeah he has Mark started the New Zealand Black Current Research Program in around 2012 and published the first study around 2014 2015 Um, and since then I mean he's published I think he's up to 29 studies on New Zealand black current and he's become a really in demand international speaker on on the subject so it's it's really brilliant news that um, Mark was recently invited to present his New Zealand black current exercise performance and health research at the World Polyphenol Congress which was held in Malta in September and he received the best scientific award of polyphenol applications in 2021 which um, wow. it, which is a really you know a well-deserved accolade these awards are not easy to win mm-hmm. and you know to put it into New Zealand terms you know his British program of research has has put New Zealand black currants on the international sports nutrition map for their performance applications and you know some high performance nutritionists describing his work as really giving us break you know one of the big breakthroughs of the de- decade in terms of black current as being a, an ergogenic age for exercise and recovery mm. you know and I think about how supplements are classified and it's very difficult to get into that class A or category A classification and and up in there you've got caffeine creatine protein powder uh, sports gels for example i wonder how long it will take for black currants to be recognized in in relation to to those sort of classifications and i know that none of us have the answer for that but you know it, surely it can't be that far away given how robust the evidence is for it yes well um no it's a, it's a really good point because it takes a huge amount of research to establish these interventions on that sports nutrition landscape and I know certainly in the Australian classification Mickey um, we are in the B category we started in the C and we've moved up to B so the um, yeah so the Australian Institute of Sport you know have have 
recognised black currants on their register, which um, is an influential register. So we, we are getting there, you know, it's great. Yeah, and that, that B classification, as I understand it, just means that currently within their schedule of supplements, if you like, there may not be the 15 years of research or, or sorry, 30 years of research that the other products have in order to lift it up a level, but uh, that may well be and quite likely will be in the future for Currens. Yeah, look, I, I, li- I like to think so. Um, we work with about 12 universities worldwide and the interest from academia and researching black current for all its different sports applications is you know it's it's just increasing all the time and um so we're expecting about another eight or ten studies to come out in the next two years um COVID did you know slow down and impact on our um on our research program because we couldn't get into the labs but that's all starting again now and we're kind of we've got some really um really good studies underway so you know there is more to come and every year I think oh this year's going to be an exciting one for the research and we're 10 years on now from from when I started on this path and there's still a lot more to learn and it's been a really interesting journey so far. Oh that's awesome Fleur and particularly as I look at this one study the exercise induced muscle damage study in untrained people with regards to resistance training I mean the same mechanisms are in play regardless of whether you are doing resistance training or you're doing a long hard run you know that same oxidative damage and uh, muscle damage is being created so there's certainly application regardless of what sort of um, exercise or whatnot that people are doing too absolutely it's um you know it's just not for athletes it's it's for anyone really and actually we did a survey a customer survey earlier in the year and we found that actually 66 percent of our regular customers are age 45 to 65 and mm. they just report that it's um it's great for their mobility it's great for them to maintain an active lifestyle and you know a lot of them are walkers but also you know a lot of them are runners and cyclists as as well so I think that's really interesting that actually it's so popular with that 50 plus age group um Mm. so it isn't just for the young ambitious athletes it's it is for everyone. Fleur I've got a question for you actually which is might sound like a bit of a tangent but has there been any research in the space of the impacts of currents in the brain, like mental health, oxidative stress, levels of inflammation? Like, I mean, I know that they are challenging studies to, to, um, to probably um, administer or implement, but like, do we know anything in that space? Because I haven't seen anything, actually. Um, our research program hasn't focused on um, cognition or brain health or anything, but Mark Willems is pretty certain that there's another mechanism at place here and it's our central fatigue perception which happens in the brain so now look in terms of what has been done there has been a small amount of research has been performed in terms of cognition where they've tested individuals with a a really exhausting battery of um of tests and you know really mentally fatiguing tasks and um it has shown that actually when the going gets tough the black current does really help with your focus and your attention and your concentration but when you look at the antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefits um i think there is a little bit of research that's showing particularly for aging and that kind of thing inflammation and oxidative stress are really damaging to your brain cells and so anything that can protect cells from oxidative stress and the impact of inflammation as we age which increases and anything that increases oxygen is going to be good for your 
general brain health. And I think there has been, um, certainly in Scotland anyway, there was um, mouse studies performed with black currant um, anthocyanins and it showed that it did help with reducing the amyloid plaques that get, get laid down with degenerative brain disorders. And it's still really yes. early stage stuff. We can't make any claims around that. But I yeah. think generally if you're, if you're having a diet that is rich in um, anti-inflammatory foods and reduce that oxidative stress, then that's going to be benefit for your overall health status and your anti-aging and long- longevity. No, I completely agree. And I just think as we were talking about oxidative stress, it just occurred to me that we'd had not had that conversation actually, mm. you know, and I'd be super interested in any research that sort of comes out in the area of cognition of uh, protection or from neurological disorders and dementia as we age particularly because we are an aging population it seems almost like that would be a, a very not next not a definitive next step but it seems like a really obvious place to sort of look if there was definitely. any definitely yeah. and actually thinking about it Mickey there was quite recently Harvard study published and it was a review of the impact of flavonoids in the diet over a 20-year period. So it was a really serious piece of research and they published the findings and they showed if you do have a high level of flavonoids, polyphenols or anthocyanins from from your diet, so you have a you know a good selection of of your citrus flavonoids, of bioflavonoids that you get from berries, and basically having a lot of vegetables in your diet, that it did make a real impact on reducing age related degenerative diseases that you get, you know, with cognitive d- decline. And there was a real association there with improved brain health and function mm. and memory um, as people aged. And I think from memory that anthocyanins um, reduce the onset of cognitive decline by about 28% over 20 years. Mm. And I think there were, you know, there were other flavonoids and polyphenols that also reduced it, like celery um, springs to mind and citrus biflavonoids reduced it about 30, 32%. And, Mm. you know, the interesting thing is the research was saying it is, it is more beneficial that if you include these really nutrients uh, you know, these important nutrients in your diet over the span of your life, but actually it's never too old to start. So even yeah. if you are in your 40s and 50s and you start introducing more of these um, flavonoids in the diet, that it is still going to deliver a benefit and help you as you get older in terms of your brain health and cognition. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And particularly because as someone who is 44 years old, who just started taking currents last year, the end of last year, I'm glad to say, I'm glad to hear that it's not too late. And in fact, it reminds me of a meme that I I have seen you've got the scale of you know you're born you die and then someone you know it's oh someone thinks it's too late but actually too late is beyond that scale you know once you're dead that's too late yeah anything up to that it's never too late absolutely no definitely um so it's just um you know engaging in healthy habits and trying to do do it every day isn't it um yeah yeah, so so Mickey, there's also another study that um, we published that's probably worth mentioning, and it's it's yeah kind of relevant for informing our dosing strategies. So it's another um, yes. another project that was published by um, Professor Willems um, at the University of Chichester. It was looking at how long you need to take currents before you start seeing an effect in your blood flow, and it was a follow-on study from one we published in 2017, which was one of our really high-impact pieces of data that. Showed showed that taking currents does increase your blood flow and your main arterial blood flow, which 
is kind of one of the great things about black currant. We see how impactful it is on improving your cardiovascular output and function. And so this study looked at whether or not anything happened in under seven days because, you know, with a lot of our studies, we, we dose for seven days and then we test people. But with this one, we tested after day one on currants, day four and day seven. And we found that actually there wasn't much of a change after one day. So we saw about an 8% improvement in blood flow through the main, mm. main artery. But actually it was starting to get going at four days. It was a 25% improvement, which is still significant. But actually after seven days, it was more pronounced and there was a 45% improvement difference in, in blood flow. So which, oh, which, which is a big change. And from, for a performance perspective, um, meaningful changes to blood flow are, are highly relevant. Um, because if you have enhanced oxygen delivery and clearance of those metabolic waste byproducts, yeah. you'll experience less fatigue, better performance, mm. better stamina, and faster recovery. And, and it actually, we, we got a, a better finding in this study than the first one, which found 35% improvement to blood flow after a week. And this one was 45%. And it was a really, really good data set as well. I know Mark was was really happy with the study and, and, and the good data set. We had 19 participants, which for a, a sports study is actually quite a large cohort. So, so that just means, look, it helps us inform our, our, our dosing strategies. So we're still, we're still thinking that the best minimum loading strategy for performance is to take two capsules a day for a week leading to the big dance but you're still going to get improvements if you forget and you take it four days leading to an event but I think outside of that if if you're wanting to improve your training and your recovery consistently taking at least one capsule just every single day and two capsules on the days when you're doing really hard training sessions it will enhance the benefits of exercise that you get and I think um, it's nice to touch on a study that we showed that actually it makes exercise easier so anyone who is trying to get into exercise doesn't enjoy exercise finds it really difficult because black current black current increases your blood flow it reduces your blood pressure and it makes the act of exertion easier Um, yeah completely yeah so if you just Taking it every day, you'll get these really good cardiovascular benefits, which just make training just a bit easier and a bit more enjoyable, frankly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And it's interesting as well, as you were talking about, that increase in blood flow will, will get rid of the metabolites, but it will also deliver nutrients more quickly yeah. to the muscles as well. So yeah. sort of it, you know, that is the thing that we need to increase our um to perform better is you need that increase of nutrients to the bloodstream. So the fact that Currens works on that level, so a week beforehand, two capsules a day That's from a, a before the big dance, I quite like the way that you put that. <laughs> These are really good practical strategies. So every day, one capsule, a big session or key sort of training block, take two capsules in the week lead up as you've sort of got your taper going on, you've got all your bits sort of to organize before you actually do the event, then absolutely write in your diary to start taking two capsules in. That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I think too, you know, if you're, if you're doing something like a marathon or a triathlon or whatever the big race is, keep taking the product afterwards as well. We saw in that recovery study, participants took it four days after and you need to keep yeah. taking it on board just to coincide with all of those secondary phases of inflammation and oxidative stress. You know, you need to keep it going in there so it can keep working its magic. 
That's awesome, Fleur. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. I know actually that for you, I mean, yes, you're an MIQ, and you've, but you're still able to do your work there. So I really appreciate you taking the time to chat to me, Fleur. Um, can you just remind our listeners where they can find more information out and where they can purchase their black currants from? Yes, certainly. So um, in New Zealand, the website is currants. .co.nz. In Australia, it's currents.com.au and in the UK and for all the Northern Hemisphere, it's currents.com. That is awesome, Fleur. Alrighty, you take care and we'll talk soon. Brilliant. Thanks for having me, Mickey. Thanks very much. Awesome. Okay, hope you enjoyed that. I love a good bit of geek out with another sciencey minded person and you can tell how passionate Fleur is about this product. So um, I'm really excited to see where Currens is going over the next few months. Next week, I am stoked to be able to bring to you the conversation that I have with Sandy Kneepaver of Higher Running. Sandy is an ultra runner. She is based in the States. She is an advocate for women's sport and she's full of heart. And we talk all about how she fell into running and just these little sliding door moments for her that got her to where she is today. So I think that you'll really enjoy the conversation. She's amazing and I love following her YouTube channel and the stuff that her and Sage put out there. Until then though team, you can catch me over on Facebook at Mickey Willardin Nutrition, on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey Willardin, or over on my webpage mickeywillardin.com where you can sign up to any one of my fat loss programs for men and women or my real food nutrition program, my athlete program, or my recipe access for $12 a month where you get access to all of my recipes, a Facebook page, our group forums, member-only Facebook lives, my weekly emails, and the opportunity to pick my brain about anything nutrition-related. Until next week, though, you have a great week, and I'll catch you then. See you later.